Hello. Hello. Neve, as a former traffic guru, what word or place have you noticed that I struggle with the moth? The moth. The moth. The moth. Volkswagen. Moth. The most saying. I really struggle with it. Did you trip up on it there? I didn't know. I didn't trip up on it, but I'm not. No, I'm not pronouncing it properly. God, I can't say. Road? No, I can't say Volkswagen. <laughs> what is it? I really struggle to say Fibsborough. Oh yeah, it is a difficult one, Fibsborough. Fibsborough. I can say it properly now, mm. but Fibsborough. when I'm doing the traffic, I go Fibsborough. Mm. <laughs> Fibsborough. Okay, guys. It's like you. You can say Volkswagen off air, but the second no, you I try to say, I can't. Go for it now. I was saying it quietly. Go on, Volkswagen. That's perfect. Volkswagen. That's what, what you say on air. Volkswagen. Yeah, it gets caught in your throat. Why do the little weird Volkswagen? I don't know. It could be an underlying condition. <laughs> oh, sorry. And you laugh now. Oh, yeah. But then in a few weeks' time... Give me everything. Guys, we're going to play a little starving. game here. Okay. I'm going to spell out a word. Ooh. You have to try and pronounce it. All right. Okay. Uh, one, 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 or... Yeah. Okay. Graham first. Me first. Can we write them down? Yep. Okay. A N. Annihilate. E M O N E. Anima. A N E M O N E. Animon. Animon. Animony. Oh, yeah. Like money. Animony. Yeah. Is that money? Yeah. Okay, Neve. A N T. Ant. A R C T I C. Ant Ars. Antarctic. What is it? Antarctic. What? Antarctic. I said that, yeah. Yes. Did you put an S in there? No, see. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> With me? Um, I'm going to throw it out there, guys. Yeah. Okay. Um, is that the game over? Yeah. yeah I didn't crap. like it. I didn't, didn't like it. It's out in your head. I, I thought this was going to be good, but then... Tired. I'm trying to come up with uh, ideas for next week. Oh, yes. To talk about. You tell me yay or nay. Okay. okay. Oh, plan a meeting. Yeah. I was walking by... Nay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm being bold. I am. I'm cutting across you. I got off the dart yeah. at Grand Canal. Yeah. And I was walking towards work. And this man was walking his dog. But the dog was a little bit out of control while he was on his phone. I tried to walk by the man as he was walking quite slowly. And the dog nearly tripped me up. Mm. I kind of stumbled. I looked back. It's like on your words. And I was annoyed. Nay. But I didn't say anything. Hang on. When yeah, have you nay. tripped over an animal? Nah, nay. Nay. Did you ever trip, did you ever trip over an elephant trunk? Oh. When were you a rat? God, it's oh, very yeah, animal theme. I rat, I rat as snitch. a brother out. Snitch. When snitch. were you a snitch? Yes. Yeah, you both snitch your brothers out. Yeah. That's a good one. When were you a snitch? Snitch. Okay. Snitches get stitches. I'm not stitches. confident. But. You know, uh, Kane was back on the television on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to watch it. Neither did I. It, it was shite. Did you watch it? The first one. Oh, first yeah. season. Um, um, who is your man? Eamon. Go on, Eamon. Okay. It's been so long since I watched it. We're like, doing an accent game where you talk... You have to change accent. Oh, you can you do accents? Well? Not very well. Okay, no. both of you. You're puppets. I'm the puppet master. Okay. Graham, you're French. We are on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Um, we have baguette. We Neve, have you've walked in. You're Scottish. How is it going? <laughs> I can't do Scottish accents. Okay. Next. Back over to Graham. Yes. You yeah, are we, we. German. Yes, I d- don't really. Um, yeah, <laughs> Winston Churchill. <laughs> yeah, German. Yes, nine, nine, nine. Well, I was actually one of the, one of the greatest bits of cinema, and it's got to do with Germany and the Nazis. Oh, gee, oh, I'd like to distance. We've taken a turn. Inglorious Bastards. Okay. Quentin Tarantino, incredible movie. Uh, Michael Fassbender is pretending to be a Nazi in a German bar, but he's a spy. Yes, am I getting that right? Mm. Michael Fassbender's in it? I don't know if it's Michael Fassbender. I'm pretty sure it's Fassbender. Might be, yeah, I think you're correct. Let me just double check. Inglorious. I remember hearing this in some podcast and I was like, wow, that is such, yeah. Go on. 
Yeah. Yeah. So he's there pretending and it's really tense scene and he's in the bar and um, they're kind of buying it and he had to really work on his German accent to get in there. He's speaking German with everybody and people are like, yeah, this guy must be one of us. He's got a backstory. Do you know the story I'm talking about? The three, when he orders three glasses. So he's there with his, his lady friend and then a Nazi. And then he must order a bottle of something and three glasses. And he holds up three fingers like this. So he holds up his middle finger, his finger between the middle finger and the baby finger and the baby finger. So that's how we do. Hold up. Just ask for three things. Hold up your hand. Three. Yeah, perfect. In Germany, German people, when they ask for three, use their thumb. So they'll go thumb, index, middle. That's how they'll ask for three. Wow. Right. So when Michael Fassbender goes three, that's how they knew. That's how he got out. That's how he's not German. Wow. And you can just see the freeze frame from the back of um, of the Nazi looking and just his face changes, but doesn't make a big deal of it because he goes, right. And then um, I was, it was on Twitter. I was watching because it just sparked my memory. Was he American? I think he was American. I can't remember exactly. And then, this guy goes I was watching Unglorious Bastards with my three with my with my German parents and when he put up his three fingers both my German parents gasped <laughs> and I didn't understand why they gasped and then they explained it to me and then it came out in the movie wow I was like whoa so That's obviously cool. initially straight away a German would know and the parents watching to go oh my god now to us we'd be like oh it's three one of three things that is so cool that's a nice little um, thank you for that what? that's a little nugget anecdote. we're gonna miss you <laughs> this is the 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan I do not want to blow my own violin but I'm a responsible adult listen to me I ended up paying for my TV license and why wouldn't anyone pay for their TV license it's the law <laughs> Remember those ads? Piracy. You wouldn't steal a car. You wouldn't steal a dishwasher. Stealing a DVD. Piracy. Well done. Yeah, 160 euro. Well, good to know Nathan has gone towards paying the wage for the new host of The Late Late Show, which is himself. Yeah. He's paid his own wage. Congratulations, Nathan, again on getting the new Late Late Show. Thank you very much. The The countdown is on. To my holidays. Yeah. I'm leaving for America on Friday. However, just before the show, I saw a tweet which has really scared me about going to America. I'll tell you what it is after Ed Sheeran, Castle on the Hill. I realise there's a lot of scary things, but this one is a bit different. When I was six years old, I broke my leg. The 104 Drive Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. Ed Sheeran on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Going to be the Nathan O'Reilly show on Friday. Hope you're locked into it. It's going to be pretty bad. <laughs> and the following Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday Thursday. Thursday. You're back the following Friday? No, I'm oh, back on the Saturday. <laughs> oh, we're going to lose listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll gain them. It's like the match of the day, which had no uh, host. More people tuned in just to see what kind of weird stuff was happening on it. That's going to be this show for six days. Yeah, I hope you like music. So I'm going to Memphis and I'm going to Nashville. Three nights in Memphis, four nights in Nashville. And this is my first proper holiday in America. I've done Vegas. That's not really a holiday. That's just kind of a hazy 48 hours. Yeah, you woke up naked (laughs) in a lift. This is the first time going over myself and Claire to America really on a holiday. And just by... This tweet just popped up just randomly. Maybe because I'm tweeting and... Well, not tweeting. I'm looking up American Yeah, you stuff. no longer tweet anymore yeah, because I'm of being, Elon Musk. I'm being shadow banned. No, I'm getting no action on my tweets, so I've just given up. <laughs> so this person is called Madison on Twitter, and she went, L-M-A-F-O. I effing hate America, uh, Europeans. Oh. Sometimes. Oh, so she's American. I'm going to start, start this game. So that was a Freudian up. slip. Yeah. She's American. Okay. L-M-F-A-O. I effing hate... Europeans sometimes oh god this table just left $70 on a $700 check after chilling for hours my manager even asked about their service and they were over the moon about my service so we explained the customary tip is 20% and they were like okay and left tipping 
Mm. Tipping in America. So it seemed like they tipped 10%, $70 on 700 euro. But she's so outraged by this that she has tweeted about it. Talk to me about tipping, Nathan, because I know that you've been over there. Yeah. When we're, and I, we've talked about this before on the show. When I'm in Ireland and we go for dinner, we'll tip 10 to 15%. Yeah. But they're saying 20% is minimum, even if the service is rubbish. That's customer. Yeah, you have to do 20%. Now, I haven't been to America in a while. I'm going to New York in April. I remember tipping, especially in nightclubs, because if you wanted the bartender's attention, you were supposed to hand them a good wedge of money, and then they would say to you, okay, next time you're up, they'll go straight over to you, because you tipped heavily, they'll look after you for the night. Now, you're not getting free drinks, but you're getting their attention. Right. So that's what you're paying towards. Bribery. Bribery, yes. Okay. You're, you're bribery. Um, 20%. Minimum. Minimum. Oh, and they actually what? get very annoyed. Like, genuinely. I remember I tipped 15%, and the waiter walked by and started tutting at me. What? Who wants to be tutted? No one does. No. You know, you probably prefer to be slapped than tutted. <laughs> and they just take it really seriously. Okay, okay, so here we go. Okay, scenario. Okay. I'm going for a coffee. I'm just getting a takeaway coffee, two coffees. I would say it's $10. I have to tip $2 for a coffee? Yes. Uh, for a coffee? Yes. You? You're tipping all the time. Oh, my God. Because isn't it that they actually get paid quite badly in America? Well, they need to sort out that system. up in their wage. Right. Do you know, that's why you're tipping. Okay, so you're telling me, so we're going, so if we go to... Give me some scenarios. I'm enjoying these scenarios. Say we're, we're somewhere all night. We get food, we get drinks, and I don't know how much. It's expensive. It's basically going to the temple bar of America mm. is essentially what it is. So say, for instance, food, drinks, dessert starters, it's $200. I have to give them minimum $40 on top of that. Yes. And probably if... Minimum. And if it's really good, I have to You're give them $60. To, yeah, go higher. So $200 equals... $260. And you know they're going to go over, oh my God, are you from Ireland? Oh, I won't be dealing with that. Like, like, get away. My yeah. grandpappy's from Donegal. <laughs> Do you know my grandpappy? He's called Donald Skin. <laughs> right. Okay, so you got to, so everything is minimum 20%. I knew you had to tip. I am not, I'm not stupid, but I didn't realise the base was 20%. Yeah, you need to have deep pockets. Okay, fair okay. enough. All right, so I'll come back. Maybe someday I'll do a test or I'll just tip 10% and but I'll you see know what, what happens. But do throw it out there. If yeah. you've been to America, do you have any tipping stories? Have you ever paid way too much or too little? Love to hear from you. 087-6797-104. Tipping in the US of A. Get us on WhatsApp. WhatsApp voice note. David Guetta on FM 104. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. David Guetta and John Newman on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Can you play some sexy jazz music? Because I've quite a sexy and embarrassing story. Go on. Oh, yeah. I'm liking this. Where did you find this? I just looked up sexy jazz. I tell you, you're always finding these catchy songs. Whatever you want, I got. Yeah, daddy has. Oh, jeez. Sorry. Apologies. Just, just always that step too far. Yeah, I always go a bit too far. Apologies. Come on, um, tell your story. Okay, so I was having a shower this morning, completely naked. You know my bathroom, Graham. Mm. I'm living in Bray, and the previous owner was an elderly person. And instead of a regular shower, it's a washroom. Mm. There used to be a seat covered in mold. Shout out to Becca's father, Jer, for removing the seat, but there was still human hair attached to the wall. It's like a gate. It's a little gate, like a cattle. That's where you'd store some cattle or some goats, something like that, but Nathan's shower. It goes up to about your waist, this kind of all-around gate, and then the, the rest of it is covered by the shower curtain. You haven't been over to the house recently got rid of the shower curtain because there was mold growing at the bottom. Yeah. So there's literally just a pen in the corner. <laughs> it's a pen. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. <laughs> and so much water is going on the ground without the curtain. I didn't realize how important yeah. a shower curtain is. But anyway, there I was, completely starkers. I was rubbing uh, Radox shower gel up my legs this, and thighs. Is sponsored? And out of nowhere... Uh, knock at the door. Okay. Knock at the front door now, not the bathroom door. And I should tell you that Becca's in work. She's not working at home. Okay. 
So I'm like, oh no, this is terrible timing because I'm covered in suds. And I thought, you know what? Normally what the postman does is give a knock at the door but then leaves the post out the front Mm. because, you know, I have that little Porch. porch. So you can leave stuff there. So I'm covered in suds, knock at the door, and I'm like, yeah, don't worry, just leave it there. Then the doorbell rings, covered in suds, guys. I'm like, what am I going to do here? I'm going to have to adapt because the doorbell is frantically ringing. And then I remember this post that I'm waiting for is a mirror, a big mirror. So they're not going to leave it out on the porch. Fragile. So I had to adapt and I had to be courageous. So I walked out of the pen. I jumped out of the pen <laughs> and I was once again covered in suds. I walked across the landing completely naked. Yeah. But I realized if I manage to cower near the walls, no one is going to see me. So I opened the window in the office, yeah. popped my head out yeah. and I water all over my face, suds yeah. all in the hair. Well, the little bit of hair I still have on my head. And I went, hello. There. Uh, can you just leave it on the porch? I'm having a shower. The postman looked up, and I tell you, I felt like he was going to tip me. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, that's fine." So I got back into the shower, but water everywhere. But guys, apologies to a Eddie postman listening to this. Who was was it? A postman or a delivery? Postman. Postman. Yeah. So anyone in the post office who was delivering a mirror in the Bray area today, uh, the man who stuck his head out the window was completely naked. Yes. <laughs> Just want to get that off Nathan's chest. Fair play. It's Tom Grennan, a little bit of love on 104 Drive at Graham and Nathan. I've been holding on to pieces, swimming in... The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Tom Grennan, a little bit of love on 104 Drive with Frankine.ie. It is Graham and Nathan here. And we've been talking about tipping in the United States of America. America. I'm going on Friday for a week to Memphis and Nashville. And just out of the blue, I saw this tweet from an American lady who is obviously a waitress in uh, America, giving out about Europeans, how much she hates them so much, because they only tipped $70 on a $700 um, bill. And apparently 20% is minimum, yeah. regardless of how good or bad the service was. And we're just asking for your tipping stories. Any tipping tips for me? Sue's been in touch. Just letting you know, we were in the States a few years ago, and uh, what they did was they gave you three options at the end of your bill, your tip options. And we always chose the one in the middle, so we wouldn't look too stingy, but we didn't look too, like, we're not spending all our spend the money on tips. So uh, check your bill. Sometimes they have... Uh, three options on the bottom of the bill. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you, Sue. Any more tipping tips or tipping stories from your travels to America? 87 6797 The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Little mix on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. What's the song we're looking for? to admit oh. that they don't have your microphone on for some reason oh for some reason trying to I... silence you yeah yeah well I will not be silenced <laughs> thank you very much it takes a brave person to come out and say that they cheated yeah I Nathan Jeremiah O'Reilly cheated in today's cello yeah he looked at the whatsapps of the answers do you know the song in the style of a cello <laughs> Let's go to the phones. Hello, Pauline. What's up? I have a mouthful of Pringles. I'm very sorry. <laughs> you what? I have a mouthful of Pringles. Oh, <laughs> oh, lovely. Are you a bit like a chicken with the Pringles in your mouth? A little bit, little bit like that. I apologise. Don't ever apologise. What a flavour Pringle do you have in your mouth? Oh, it has to be salt and vinegar. Salt and vinegar? Really? Like, my daughter's favourite, yeah. You're a sour cream and onion, Nathan, aren't I you? I am. Yeah. Some <laughs> days when I'm feeling a little bit spicy, you might find me with a prawn cocktail oh. in my mouth. You can't beat the Pringles. <laughs> Has anyone ever sang to you, Pauline, 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 Pauline? That's Jolene. No, this is, this is the first time. Well, there you go. Sorry, guys, I'm just in a bit of a country mood. I'm just uh, getting ready for my trip to Nashville. Oh, yeah. Did you hear, Pauline? Oh, that's right. Graham's going Nashville. to Nashville. Do you have any advice? Yeah. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to have a great time. Thank you very much. <laughs> I've never been, never been. 
What? Well, don't worry. It'll be like you're going to be there when I come back. They'll be talking about it all week. So, For uh, sure. Yeah, you look, something to look forward to. Tell us, what's the name of the song? So this is my daughter comes into this because she actually texted in. So oh, hang on two brilliant. seconds. What's her name? Uh, her name is Elodie. Beautiful name. Mm, thank you. Good for you, Violet. There we go. Yeah! Go on, Elodie. So we listen. We listen into this every single day, and every day we're like, "Oh my God, we know what it is." So I was actually I was ranting about something completely irrelevant. The next thing I realised is she texted in. So there you go. Unbelievable. <laughs> well, you are today's champion, both of you, off cello. Thank you very much for finally texting in and getting it right. Have a great day. Bye. You too, Enjoy bye. the Pringles. See ya. Thank you. Bye. 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 It's Pink Panther S and Ice Spice. Boys, a liar. Part two on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Take a look inside your- You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. It's just gone a quarter to four. It's time to hand over the radio station to Nathan O'Reilly. Oh, pass it over. It's Nathan's news. I'll look after it. Oh, I dropped it. Sorry. It's oh. broken. Um, Big news, a 1997 cult classic is getting a sequel. Now, the two stars that featured in the film, Keenan and Kel... Oh, good burger. ...appeared on Jimmy Fallon over the weekend, and this happened. You guys have a big announcement to make you came exclusively to give it to us tonight on The Tonight Show. That's, That's right. right. That's right. We had to do it here. Let's do it. Keenan, can you tell us what's going on? Um, ladies and gentlemen... Kel has something he'd like to tell you. Wow. All right, here we go. Kel, whenever you're ready. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, wow. Welcome to Get Burger, home of the Get Burger, part two! Oh. Oh, does anyone else just wish they made Keenan and Kel yeah. instead of the Good Burger franchise? It's a Good Burger, it's called. Yes. Is that the name of it? Yeah. This is the iconic scene of Kel and Good Burger. Welcome to Get Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? So they're going to be shooting the brand new film this summer. And I have to say, I'm delighted for Kel. Because, mm. let's be honest, we are like the Irish Keenan and Kel. <laughs> You're definitely Keenan. I'm Kel. Keenan and Kel, when they split up, Keenan became so successful. He appears on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. He's been there for years. Mm-hmm. Poor Kel. Poor Kel. I, I went on to Wikipedia. What does Kel do? He's appeared in a few different films, and he also was in a Nickelodeon pilot that never aired. Oh, I've been there. I've been Not there. Not Nickelodeon, but... <laughs> in pilots. Pilots. <laughs> what pilot was... Uh, oh, I in? did some panel show that. Never saw the light of day. Yeah. What did you do again? I did something that was supposed to be MTV TRL. Yeah. And never happened. Never. You were, from what I remember, you were just going around speaking of burgers, just tasting burgers. Yes, there was one day where I <laughs> ate five burgers <laughs> before twelve o'clock. <laughs> I remember that you came into work. I feel sick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think this show is ever going to make it though. <laughs> but come down memory lane. This is my favorite Keenan and Kel moment. Who loves orange soda? <laughs> Kel loves orange soda. Is it true? Is it true? Oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes, it's true. Ooh. I do, I do, I do, I do. Ooh. Now, Producer Neve, you're a lot younger than myself and Graham. We're two old farts. <laughs> Did you ever watch Keenan and Kel? No, oh. never. It's do you know what Keenan and Kel is? Yeah, I do. I'm not that much younger than you. Relax there. Did you ever yeah? watch a single episode? No. Oh, great. Okay, do you remember well, Sister, Sister? Yeah, again, tail end of it. Yeah. My, That's uh, all Raven? Yeah, oh, yeah. The big. Amanda show? Yeah. You're fan. more of a Drake and Josh fan. Oh, I love Drake and Josh. Hannah Montana? No, see, Past I was in time. Hannah Montana. God. There's only a window. Yeah, really short window. So when do we know when that's coming back? This summer. Unreal. Going right. to be on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus? A lot of good things on that. Miley Cyrus and Flowers now on 104 Drive. We were good. We were gone. The 104 Drive Podcast With Graham and Nathan As the man said there We're here every day for your drive home Ironically Nathan will not be driving home Oh no Day two Off Nathan with no car 
It's a very sad time to be alive, I have to be honest with you. Uncle Poppy, my beloved Volkswagen Golf, is not working, and I don't know why. Yesterday we kicked off the game, Uncle Poppy's Noise. It's like the new secret sound, and people are loving it. On the way next, we're going to have another roll of the dice. Can we figure out what's wrong with Nathan's car? It's the script. You're listening to the 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. The script... And will I am thrown in for good measure. Hall of Fame on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. I'm pretty sure, even though Freed from Desire was drowning out the Aviva after the Grand Slam win of the weekend, I'm pretty sure I heard that one come on as well. Really? That's a good one to come on as well. But forget about the script. Forget about the Grand Slam win. It's all about radio's hottest new game. It's Can You Guess Uncle Poppy's Noise. Yeah, it's very sad. If you don't know, my beloved Silver Golf 2010 is quite sick at the moment. Uncle Poppy. Sunday morning, I put the key in the ignition and have a listen to what happened. Not good. Now, I've had Uncle Poppy for a year and a half. It's past the NCT. I take care of her very well. Always clean it. There's a Max Benjamin scented card inside of her. I um, bought four brand new tires a month ago. And just for some strange reason, it's not working. And I don't know why. Now, I can give you an update (gasps) that the mechanic that I go to will be looking at Uncle Poppy tomorrow evening. Okay, so we've only going to be running this competition for another day. Because what's happening is, all right, we're getting you to try and figure out, based on the noise, it's such a big radio competition, what is wrong with Nathan's car? And when Nathan's mechanic has a look at it, whoever agrees with the mechanic, whoever's the same answer as the mechanic, will win a 104 drive beanie. We haven't given one of those away for ages. Yeah, this is a big competition. It saddens me, but it is big. I remember yesterday we had a lady on who had a golf as well. Same problem as you. Said it was the EPC, something to do with the throttle. Said it cost her a lot of money. But let's go to the latest player in Uncle Poppy's Noise. It is Jordan. Jordan, can you figure out what is wrong with Aiden's car based on that noise? Well, I have a couple of ideas, but when I first heard it, I was going to get very technical. Right. But to keep it simplified, it's maybe a starter motor problem. Starter motor. Starter motor. Or, this is a technical bit now, it could be compression. Ooh. So when he's trying to start it, it sounds like maybe one or two of the cylinders is lost compression. So it could be a number of things, but start a motor or compression. Well, Jordan, I'm sorry, I am the adjudicator here. I have to push you. Which one are you going for? Because you know, if it's one or the other, which one is your is your gut telling you for the 104 drive beanie that matches up with the mechanic, the starter motor or compression? I'm sorry to do this, but you know you got to no, be no, you no, got no, you no, got to no, be strict, Jordan, with such a big radio competition. <laughs> T's and C's um, on FM 104.E I will go forward for Forward slash Uncle Poppy Uncle Poppy <laughs> I'll go for compression oh, I wasn't expecting that I wasn't expecting that okay. Producer Eve, write that down Jordan says compression I don't even know what that means But that sounds like a big job, Jordan No, it wouldn't Well, it depends on how bad the problem is If you have like a crack in the in the block or something like that, it's a, it's a major job. Oh, Jesus. Well, if it's just something like a, like if a spark plug came loose while you were driving or moving it or a hard start, then mm. it could be just something as simple as taking the spark plug out and putting a new one in. Mm. Okay. All right. That's Hopefully. not, that's not too bad. Well, Jordan, thank you very much for entering Uncle Poppy. for Uncle Poppy. Uncle Poppy's noise. Um, for <laughs> more, yeah, thank you very much. See you later, Jordan. See ya. Bye bye. Okay, so before we move on, we we're willing to take a couple more calls today on this to enter because we know tomorrow is going to be the cutoff point tomorrow evening. Nathan, can we hear Uncle Poppy's noise once more? Yeah, let's do it. What is good. wrong? What's wrong? Do you know 087-6797-104? It's Nathan Dog. 21 Reasons on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Nathan Dog, 21 Reasons on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Nathan's just looking for one reason. Why is his car not starting? It's Uncle Poppy. Have a listen to this.
is wrong with Uncle Poppy? We've been doing this the last two days. It's, it's radio's hottest game. It's called Uncle Poppy's Noise. Can you guess what's wrong with Nathan's car based on the noise? Mechanic coming out tomorrow. If your answer matches the mechanic, you'll win a 104 drive beanie. Getting a little bit heated on the WhatsApp. People messaging, especially Lee, we're calling you it's out. high emotions right now. A lot of people are messaging what's wrong. Some people have the same answer. But if we bring someone to air and we give their answer on air, they get precedent over the beanie. Lee is saying, oh, I message in first. Lee, we love you, but sorry. I'm not the most religious person in the world, but yeah. do light a candle for Uncle Poppy because, look, as you said, there's a lot of aggression on WhatsApp. Yeah. I think people are dealing with the news that <laughs> Uncle Poppy isn't well in different ways. <laughs> Dylan's been on WhatsApp voice note. What's the story, lads? Quick one. He's complaining or not? I don't really care. Um, <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> what a way to start to a message. I love it, Dylan. What's the story, lads? Quick one. He's complaining or not? I don't really care. Um... <laughs> But this is my assumption for what's wrong with the car. I think your car's engine is airlocked. I think you let your fuel run too low too often and the system is airlocked so that the car won't start or it's rough idling when it was driving. I think it's airlocked. Do you leave your petrol run low? I never do. Okay. I never. Uncle Poppy has never been in the red, not once, since I've had her. And also, just going forward, guys, yeah. when people are speaking about my car, yeah. will you use the full name Uncle Poppy? <laughs> what did Dylan say? Did Dylan was saying the car, or <laughs> I think the car. Come on, show Uncle Poppy some respect. Let's hear Uncle Poppy's noise once more. One more time. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. You're listening to the 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan and we are playing the hit radio game. It is, of course... Oh, no, come on, second, come no. on, a bit smoother. It is, of course, what is Uncle Poppy's noise? If you don't know who Uncle Poppy is, it's my Silver Golf 2010. I've had her for a year and a half and you know what? I absolutely love the blooming thing, but it's causing me a lot of pain because constant problems have a listen to this Sunday morning I put the key in the ignition and this happened what's wrong with Uncle Poppy what is wrong with Uncle Poppy now I have a mechanic a family friend is going to look at Uncle Poppy tomorrow evening okay so get your answers in before the end of tomorrow's show and if you're the first person to come on and match what the mechanic says You'll win a 104 drive beanie. If you want to guess, 087-6797-104. Let's try and get another person on. It's proven very popular. I think radio's most popular competition. It's Andy. Welcome to Uncle Poppy's Noise. What is wrong with Uncle Poppy? So, my girlfriend had a Golf 1.4 petrol. Uh, Nathan, is yours a petrol? Yes, mine is petrol. Yeah, so I have bad news for you. (gasps) They have timing chains. And the timing chain stresses on them. Well, hang on, Andy. I got my timing chain replaced over the summer. So is a chain different to a belt? It is, it is. So if you got your chain done, Mm. I'd be having words with your mechanic. Oh, yeah? Like your chain is gone. Oh, no, the mechanic's a family friend. Oh, 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 okay. No words we had, but it sounds like a a timing chain issue because we had the exact same thing, same noise. And that's pricey, isn't it? It's pretty pricey. Oh, we had to get the engine rebuilt. Oh, was, God. Oh. There was valves gone, the Jesus. whole work. It's like an episode of Pimp My Ride. <laughs> Where's Exhibit? <laughs> What's he doing now? I have day with this golf, Nathan. You might need to, it might need to be a uh, salon, you know? I, I can't. F- pass on the problem to someone else. <laughs> I've only had it for a year and a half. I treat it so well. When he says he treats it well, he brings it for a car wash once a week. He doesn't put new oil in it. You don't treat the engine well. Uh, he, he they're notorious. They're notorious. But you put so much money into it now, it might be time to call it quits. Well, Andy, we appreciate you're saying the time and chain. We're putting you in. If it matches the mechanic, you yeah, win a 104 that's... drive beanie. Thank you, Andy. Bye. Take care. You're bye, a good bye. man, Andy. See ya. So many. It's the thing about it is... With the nation one, is invested. So many different... Answers are coming through by a six-second noise. Uncle Poppy's noise, it is. Which shows there's so many different things that can go wrong with cars. It's mm. insane. 
If you're a mechanic, you're, you're just a level above everybody. You just know what's going wrong I with would the love to be a mechanic. Well, I genuinely would, because you'd feel so powerful. You'd know what to do with you, these problems. If anyone wants to take Nathan on, take him off my hands. Give them to you for a few hours a day. <laughs> if you would like to guess Uncle Poppy's noise before tomorrow evening, it's the killer's Mr. Brightside on FM 104. Coming out of my cage and I've been doing just fine. Gotta, gotta be down, be down. The 104 Drive Podcast. The weekend. And blinding lights on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. We were talking about this new TV show coming to Virgin Media. A while back, Nathan, Graw Eron Thraw. Love Island meets the Gale Talk. That's what they're saying. Will there be lots of shifting? Will there be much Irish spoke at all? What is actually going to happen? It's going to be shot this summer, and we're delighted to be joined by one of the producers, Sharon, on the phone line right now. Sharon, let's kick off... If people who are going for it, do, do they actually have to have a good standard of Irish to be on this new dating show, Graw Eron Traw? Hi guys, how are you? Well, I so that's the beauty of this show, is that it's a dating show for all the singles out there, and we are looking for people who just have a couple of fuckles and who are fluent in Irish as well. So it's actually open for all. So if you love Irish, but you're like, Jesus, I'm still at like... First year level, <laughs> it doesn't matter. We want to hear from you because um, that's the whole point of the show is that you're we're, we're putting people together, we're matching them, but as a couple that they improve their Irish together. Okay, so how many men and women are you hoping to appear on the show? So there will be 12 singletons in total, so six couples. And um, I thought the, like, the rules are really, really simple. Six single men, six single women all looking for love and they're matched on their likes and dislikes and also their Irish level. So games to encourage a bit of learning and a bit of romance and whatever. And the couple with the most buckle at the end is our is our star. So I remember when I was back in the Gaelic many years ago now, Sharon, I got in awful trouble for speaking Berla. Will, <laughs> will they be getting in trouble? Will there be any moonshurry there? Will there be a ban on she given out to them? Or are they clear to communicate via English as well when the Irish word isn't there for them? Yeah, of course. There will actually, we're revealing our presenters next week. So uh, watch this space. Um, but it's not Moonshory, that is not the vibe. Nobody wants to go back to that. So, uh, no, but you do remember from the Grail Talk where you'd be trying to use your Kipla Fuckle and that you would be kind of searching for that word. Like, this is for Virgin Media and it's a bilingual show, and that's the, the most important thing to kind of stress. So, like, people shouldn't be nervous about applying if they don't think their Irish is up to scratch. You know, if you only have your few sentences, that's fine because the whole idea is that you're trying to improve. Um, so no, this will be an English and Irish show. And where are you recording, Sharon? Well, our little secret location—that's also to be revealed. But oh. as as the name you know implies, Graw or Straw, so it'll be on a lovely coastal location somewhere. And what will the house that they're staying in be like? Or will it be a house? Do we know? Is it going to be like a Love Island villa somewhere in Connemara? <laughs> is or, there a hideaway? Yeah, in a shed out the back. Or <laughs> well, three cows are watching. <laughs> so yeah. well, how is know, it looking? Do you know yet, Sharon? The Connemara coastline is full of Mallorca-style villas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but no, it's it's a lovely big house. Our, our singletons, they all move in together, yeah, for two loved-up weeks. Um, and... Uh, there will be lots of entertainment. Of course, not expecting anybody to do anything, but um, they. So we will be following them over the course of a couple of weeks. And as I said, the couples who are really making improvements—that's the whole aim of the game. Try and make improvements. Couple. Of course, we want them to fall in love and, you know, do a, a Molly May and Tommy on it. Mm. But um, at the end, so it's over the course of five episodes and the couple with the most vocal at the end gets our grand prize which is up to the value of 10,000 euros oh, okay so it's not about who gets the most votes or anything like that it's literally who's learned the most Irish uh, it's literally who has progressed oh, the most okay. who ah. have done the best so teamwork makes the dream work so these couples who are really really getting on and enjoying it and 
making progress. Um, we have a brehev, a judge, and we will have a, a banan man and tea uh, who are like, do you remember from the Girls After Coon story, the helpers that were there? Yeah, kind of, yeah. So, uh, yeah, they'll be there to give you a little break out. So, Sharon, if anyone is listening right now and they want to appear on the show, how can they do this? Well, we are looking for young, entertaining singletons up for the crack and who are looking for romance who are obviously single. Um, and they can get in touch with us at grawerinshaw at gmail.com or we have a link to the application form which you guys are going to give us a shout out on social media. Yeah, perfect. Sharon, thank you very much for joining us on 104 Drive and best luck. We cannot wait to watch it later on in the year. Cheers, Sharon. Bye-bye. No worries. Gurmagwith. Niall Horan now with Heaven. You're listening to 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Jeremy Kennedy and Kiss Me on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. I will be kissing you through the phone over the weekend when you're in Nashville. Yeah, I'm on my holidays from Friday for a week. Oh, <laughs> I am so worried about the show. <laughs> it's in safe hands. Producer Eva Nathan going to do the best show ever. You won't need me to come back. But anyway... The reason we're talking about my holiday is because at the top of the show, I was talking about a tweet where an American waitress was given out that Europeans only tipped $70 for a $700 bill. And it got me worried about tipping and how apparently 20% is the bare minimum that you should be given. Yeah. Didn't know this. I was thinking 10 to 15. I want more information on tipping. And Deb joins us now. And Deb messaged us from an American number. We spot that Deb listens to the show from America. Is that right? Nearly every day. Oh, well, oh, we love it. Deb. Come here to me. What do you have to say about the tipping culture in America? Because you, you're Irish, but you're living in America. Is that it? Yeah. So I moved to America. Um, it's gone on eight years now, I think. It's been a while now. Um, but when I first moved here, the tipping culture was like, I don't know, I was a bit mad. like, Because um, obviously in Ireland, like, you tip a few euros here and there, you know, based on a service. But it wasn't really expected. Because I used to work in a restaurant, so, like, I wasn't really expected in Ireland. Um, but, like, in America, if you don't pay, like, your 20%, like, you will be looked down on. Like, they will, like, cut that tip. So, mm, it is a bit mad. Okay, so 20% is the minimum I, I have to be doing in America. That's actually good to know. Because I would have thought, I would have, oh, 10, 15% would have been fine, is what, is what I do here. Mm. But 20% minimum. And if the service is unbelievable, Deb, how high do you reckon I should be going? Um, it depends on your bill, really. I mean, yeah. I would go as high as 25%, like, if I was with a big group and, like, the bill was really, like, high and, like, you know, the waitress was doing, like, you know, having to run it back and forth a lot. Like, I would tip very good. But, mm. like, if it's just two people or three people, like, it's not too bad. Like, and, 20% uh, is grand, like. Can I ask, where in America are you living? Um, I'm in Schaumburg, uh, which is, like, a suburb of Chicago. Oh, brilliant. So, oh. It's, like, right, right near the airport. And what brought you over there? Um, I have a husband, and he's American. There we go. Love, love. Have you ever been to Memphis yep. or Nashville while you've been over there, Deb? I haven't. I've only ever been to um, Wisconsin, Indiana, and Miami. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll let you all know how it is when I'm back. Thank you, Graham. In a couple of weeks. Uh, Deb, <laughs> I appreciate your tipping tip. Thank you very much. You've saved me probably a lot of embarrassment and hassle while and I'm over there. You don't there. have to tip on coffees and stuff like stuff like that. You don't have to tip. Like they they do have like a little thing where they turn it around and ask you to tip. But like if they're just tipping on a coffee, like you don't have to tip on a coffee. They don't much. expect that. Nathan O'Reilly wants me out of pocket. Tell me I've got to tip on everything. Uh, he's tons of money. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> Deb, you're a star. Thank you so much. Bye. Thanks so much. See you, bye. Deb. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. And Anita now joins us who had an interesting uh, way of tipping over there. Anita, what happened? I brought over um, crisps and Brennan's bread and dairy gold butter and handed them out to the Irish workers. <laughs> so they could make themselves a tato crisp sandwich? A tato crisp Brilliant. sandwich. Brilliant. Well, I know it's a free drink. <laughs> so you didn't have to tip at all? Oh, no, well, no. We weren't really big drinkers at the time. We just went in and we had something to eat left, but we still left a tip. But if we knew they were Irish, we'd give them the tato. Oh. How about this, all right? So I'm going over in a few days. How about I give them a solitary Barry's tea tea bag? Oh, lovely. <laughs> well, I'm going over now Friday week and I'm going to have the same thing. I have the butter and everything ready. So do you have the little little butter that would come maybe with a side of soup? Yeah. Put them into the bag. <laughs> Anita, brilliant. where did you hear of doing this tactic? I just, I just 
decide to do when, when we were going over I just decided myself to do it and what if I get a, a Tennessee local who doesn't know what the hell I'm doing has what? two teeth in their mouth <laughs> or if they slap me oh, over the head with the two slices of bread Irish, all Irish working over there they'd be delighted to get them I gave it to one person and within around five minutes I tended them around me <laughs> they're like seagulls <laughs> yeah <laughs> how big is the bag that you're bringing out with you if you've all, all the food in there Oh, well, there's two of us going, so it's not too bad. We can split it between the two. We bring around 16 of them, 16 <laughs> delicious sandwich bags. Oh, my. Anita, I've never heard this before, but it's absolutely fantastic. And thank you yeah. very much for sharing. And enjoy your trip in a couple of weeks. Thanks a million. Bye. Bye. See Anita. Bye. It's example change the way you kiss me on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. I've never been afraid of The 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. More confirmation there. Miriam McCallan out. Out of what? The race for the Late Late Show. I told you already. Nathan Riley, contracts in the bag. Best How of luck with that. Are you going to continue doing this show again? Sorry. Um, I'm going to take Fridays off to mm. do the Late Late Show. Okay. Um, I just want to throw <laughs> it out there if you'll allow me. How would you feel yeah. if I became the next Late Late Show presenter? Well, that is what's happening. I'm very happy for yeah, you. Yeah, I want the feedback. 87 <laughs> I'm replacing Tubbs. I would love to see the ratings. Oh, God. I'd love to see you at the toy show. No, I'd like to see you, know, you do. me to be with all the politicians. I'd like to see you do the Valentine's show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's just wild. Seeing how you can try and control these 50 people from the I country. I think I would do a good toy show. Yeah. yeah I I think all right, Billy. Hey, you want my Billy. Billy, stop it. This is my career, Billy. <laughs> Your career for now is ping pong, ding dong. We'll tell you how you can enter after Eminem. Lose yourself on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Becky Hill on 104 Drive. I'm nervous. <laughs> Graham and Nathan. Nervous for the game? Let's do it. Ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping. Mm. What is on the menu this evening? Oh, yes, I can see main course, a big, dirty ping pong, ding dong game. Playing this evening is a person that, you know, comes from my area. Yeah. But I obviously, I live in Bray now. Yes. But Sam, you are from Kalini. Good day. How are you? How are you getting on? Sam, does the area miss Nathan? Yeah, we still feel your presence here, but it's not the same without you here physically. Yeah. Thank you very much, Sam. Mm. Um, I do miss Kalini. Yeah. I miss Kalini Hill. A lot of beautiful dogs up there. Yeah. Graham, you used to go up there at night time. I told you not to bring that up on the radio again. That was my past. <laughs> I will stay in my past. Yes. Okay? Uh, Sam, what do you do? Are you in college? Do you work? I'm a teacher. Yeah. Oh, Brilliant. what do you teach? I'm primary school teacher, so... Everything. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Teaching the future. Right, well, Sam, we've got a teacher against Nathan. I'm feeling pretty confident for Sam's chances here in Ping Pong Ding Dong. This is what's going to happen. I'm going to give you both a topic. You've got to give me answers in relation to that topic. You'll go back and forth until somebody cannot answer, repeats an answer, or gets one wrong. If you beat Nathan, you go through to the Grand Slam final to play off for €200. Euro. Are you ready? I'm indeed, yeah. Best of luck, Sam. Let's go. Best of luck. Nathan and Sam, your topic is countries in North and South America. Sam, you are the guest, so you will serve. Off you go. Uh, USA. Canada. Mexico. Brazil. Peru. Argentina. Colombia. Venezuela. Uruguay. Chile. Bolivia. (laughs) Paraguay. Um, oh, it hasn't been said. Sorry, oh I God. thought it was. How dare you show me? Eighty. Oh, darn it! Got you there. Oh, I'm struggling, guys. I'm against the ropes. Um, 
Nathan, five, four, three, two. Uh, Saudi Arabia. He's. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Damn it! Out of here. Oh, what, what could I have said anymore? Well, two places I've been Cuba and. Costa Rica, Rica. Guatemala, Honduras, El Salvador as well, Panama. Uh, Uh, Honduras. Honduras, yeah. Ecuador was probably the big one that you missed out on. Jeez. But apart from that, you kind of got all the big ones. So a a solid game for both you guys, solid game. You have a good knowledge of geography. What's the coolest place you've visited, Sam? Uh, Probably India. Oh, Oh, very nice. Have you seen the documentary The Elephant Whispers? I watched it last night because they were talking about it. Oh Sam, my God. very quickly, what did you think? 10 out of 10. Would watch it again, that? would recommend. Well, you hear that, Graham? Uh, well, uh, that's enough because the next half an hour of the show is going to be dedicated to talking about elephants. Oh, you don't want to miss it, Sam. <laughs> can, Sam. We not, can we not talk about food? Yeah. <laughs> well, if we talk about food, yesterday's <laughs> contestant Kevin will get really angry and he might send in more abuse to Nathan, even though up, yeah. it's more me. Why is it always me? Sam, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, we will, well, I won't answer. chat you on Friday. I won't be here. I don't oh, know what's going to happen. Yeah, Sam, we'll oh, chat you on it. Friday. It's going to be an absolute farce. But look, <laughs> you're a we'll gentleman. Okay. See you, Sam. Yeah. Bye. Thanks, William. Bye. Thank you. Ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping. The excitement in Sam's voice about the elephant whisperer. Ten out of ten. Well, don't we have Kira lined up? She's reviewed it. Orla, sorry. Show some respect. (laughs) Orla's coming up in the next few on FM 104. The 104 Drive Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. Tiesto, the business... On 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. All right, let's get down to business. Yesterday, I was speaking about an incredible documentary on Netflix. It is called The Elephant Whisperers. It's 40 minutes long. It won an Oscar. It's about these two people in India that look after elephant orphans. And it brought a tear to my eye. It was the most beautiful thing I've ever watched. And it got me thinking, on my bucket list, there's not much. I want to wash an elephant. So in it, they wash the elephant. Mm. Is what, What's so good about washing an elephant? Elephants seem like the most wonderful animals out there. Yeah. They are so emotionally intelligent. They honestly smile like humans. And when they're being washed, it's quite spiritual. It's not erotic. Yeah. I know you were alluding to yesterday. <laughs> Do I have an interest in elephants <laughs> I don't just for the record because I know you were alluding to it a lot well I was just reading the messages that were coming through and it just sounded like you. no I just want to befriend an elephant so I really just want to wash them because they love water and they okay. have to be washed for their skin well that's good because I've tried to wash our family dog Kenny Dog Leash in the bath and it's not enjoyable <laughs> at all and Kenny Dog Leash doesn't seem like he enjoys it so producer Neve, mm-hmm. you have Email someone in relation to Nathan washing an elephant yep. in Dublin Zoo. Yeah. You've specifically asked about washing an elephant. You have a reply. We're waiting for the reply. Okay. So thanks a million for getting in touch. Delighted to hear that the show is interested in visiting Dublin Zoo. Just checking if you'd require an interview with a keeper and if this would be for social content purposes or if you'd like to pre-record content for the show. Hmm. Okay. Nothing about washing an elephant. I like the way it was very a political mm-hmm. response there, where yeah. the person dodged the actual question of can Nathan get up close and wash an elephant? Kind of sounds like a template that they just <laughs> send out to radio no, presenters. I have a good feeling, guys. I want to wash an elephant. I don't particularly want to chat to a zookeeper. If they happen to be there, that's fine. They would probably have to be there. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> imagine, you got, imagine if you I... got stepped on by an elephant. Hey, that's not funny. They're huge. I come back from holidays. Nathan was stepped on. I'm in a romantic relationship <laughs> with an elephant. Nathan's left the show. He lives in. I feel like I'm close and personal. I want though. to touch an elephant's trunk. Yeah, the little end. It looks so soft. 
Graham, <laughs> honestly. It looks so soft, doesn't it? The end of it. They look so sweet. Honestly, I really want to rub the trunk. Okay, can you do all this while I'm away? I'm away from Why Friday. You, like, I want to distance myself from this Why? elephant stuff. I just, you're both making me uncomfortable. I, so you can rub the soft trunk while I I'm away. I never said it was soft. <laughs> I did, the end, it I'd actually good. say it's quite tough. No, the little end where its nostrils are. Where it's kind of pink. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you respond, you respond to the Dublin Zoo. You I actually, I, I kind of think I want to do this by myself. I don't want to no. involve you guys. No, I'm gone. It's gone very weird. I want to go on holidays. I feel weird talking about this. I'm going on holidays, and you can do whatever the hell you want with the elephant while no, I'm away. I, I just wanted to wash it, and then Neve kept speaking about trunks. So. Um, yeah, we need to get an answer. Can Nathan actually wash the elephant? Because there's no point. We're not going to be allowed anywhere near the zoo now. I think I can hear sirens outside. <laughs> right, okay, so I think an email has to go back and say, oh, that sounds great, yeah. But do you think you can wash the elephant? <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, God. I can't wait to come back from holidays and find out how this went. It's Amy on 104 Drive. Thinking back to when we were young. You're listening to the 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Amy and Hurt Like Hell on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. (laughs) Ah, God, it's good elephant chat here on the show. Yeah. We're speaking about the documentary The Elephant Whisperers on Netflix. Greatest thing I've ever watched. Oh, oh, greatest thing you've ever watched now. You said it was unbelievable. Better than The Dark Knight. Oh, greatest thing... You didn't let me finish. That was a comma. <laughs> oh, sorry. Greatest thing I've ever watched. I really want to watch an elephant. <laughs> okay. Well, Nathan hasn't got form when it comes to animal documentaries. He loved My Octopus Teacher. I absolutely hated that it. That was brilliant. You were the only one that didn't like it. And I'm refusing to watch The Elephant Whisperers until I get a 104 Drive listener to give me their honest opinion. And on the way next, Orla watched it for us last night. She'll join us to chat about it. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Taylor Swift, anti-hero on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Look, I don't mind keep harping on about a documentary I watched over the weekend. It's on Netflix. It is called The Elephant Whisperers. And honestly, one of the best things I've ever watched. Graham, you're hesitant to watch it. Yeah, because before you made me watch another animal documentary called My Octopus Teacher, which also won awards, but I hated. So I'm like, I'm hesitant. That's why we got a 104 Drive listener called Orla to watch it last night and give us her review. She joined us right now. Orla, what are you up to? Not much. I'm just in work. Oh, sorry sorry about calling you. Are we interrupting your work? No, no way. Okay, very good. Very what do you good. work as, Oila? Uh, I work in a dry cleaner. Brilliant. Excellent. Okay. Oh, I love the smell of a dry cleaner. Yeah. It is great. Yeah. One of my favourite Now, Orla, you watched the documentary last night, The Elephant Whispers. I'm going to say from the very beginning, just let's not give away any spoilers because okay, someone yeah. could be listening right now and is going to watch it tonight and we don't want to ruin it for you. But um, tell us all about it. What did you think of it? I actually really liked it. Okay. I have to say, I thought it was very good. And not just because there's elephants on it, but because it was actually a really nice... Yeah, because yesterday you were saying you're a, mass- you're a massive fan of elephants. Even since uh, you were young, you got a picture uh, sitting on top of an elephant. It's your favourite picture of all time. So yeah. sell it to me because uh, it's good. Yeah, but why should I watch it? Ha- have it's- you seen My Octopus Teacher? No. Okay, never forget about That's that. That's a good then. documentary. So why should I watch it when I've no interest in watching it? Because it's so wholesome. Mm, okay. That's the it's big really, one. really precious. Right. And So it's only forty minutes. Yeah, that's a which, that's a huge plus. Yeah, which is a big plus. I don't know why I thought it was gonna be much longer, but it was only forty minutes. Um and straight away you see elephants having a wash. No, I'll there we so go. So Nathan, I, I know where you're coming from. Thank you. Yeah, it was ingrained in my mind. Now, you were watching it with a bottle of rosé. Did you watch it by yourself or with others? Yeah. No, just me. And was there, what I find sometimes these documentaries, like halfway through, you're kind of like, oh, a bit boring till we get to the end bit when something hopefully happens. Did it have that? 
Uh, no, I definitely because like it's only forty minutes. There was no like, oh god, this is so boring. Mm. It was actually really, really nice. Um, so it follows like the story of like a baby elephant that was taken in to um, like an elephant rehab kind of camp. Ragu. And it's all ragu, yes. And it's all about like the people that look after him. It's like mainly um, a man and a woman, and they look after him, and it's just really, really. Awesome. And they have backstories. Like a lot has happened to them, and they've sort yeah. of fallen in love with each other because of minding these elephants at an yeah. orphanage. It was really cute. Like I mean, I know, um, like the man that was kind of like his main like caregiver or whatever, yeah. his dad basically. Mm. Um, but the man that was looking after um Ragu, he like comes from a big long line of like elephant caretakers. Okay. So it was like. It was like really. Uh, and sorry, did like, you cry, Orla? Because I actually cried at it. I did shed a little tear, yeah. Thank you. Orla, really. Had nothing to do with the wine, I promise. <laughs> Before we let you go, how many elephant trunks out of 10 are you giving it? Oh, I'll give it eight and a half elephant trunks. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Third play. Thanks you for watching, see, Orla. You get to see elephants playing football as well, which oh, is. Amazing. I love football. <laughs> yeah, Orla, you're really, a, they're really good. You're a star. Thank you so much for reviewing that for us. No problem at all. Cheers, Orla. See you. Bye. Bye. And it wasn't just Orla who watched it. Producer Neve also watched it last night. Yeah. What did you make of it? I have to say I loved it as well. It was Thank really, you so it was much. really nice watch. A nice one before bed. It was chilled. It was nice. Did it make you appreciate elephants more? Yeah, I loved the bond that they had with the caretakers. Like they actually were were really close. Like they knew who they were. They ran yeah. straight to them. Yeah, I couldn't get over that. It was as if they were dogs. Like they'd be shouting "ragu," and the elephants would run towards them. And as Orla said, they can play football and they snatch little biscuits out of yeah. their hands. How many elephant trunks out of ten are you going to give my elephant whispers? I'll give it a solid nine. Nine elephant trunks. Yeah, I'm giving it ten. So you've given it ten. You've given it nine. Yeah. Uh, Orla gave it 8.5 Will you watch it tonight? Sam Will you watch it tonight for the show go tomorrow? On. Go on Go on your good thing 40 minutes Okay I might watch it tonight Oh that's a might I will definitely watch it before I'll watch it tonight I'll watch it tonight Will you watch it tonight? I'll watch it You're tonight You're a good man Graham I've always said it <laughs> It's Beyonce and Cuff It on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan I feel like falling in love This is the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan Sharing beautiful people on 104 Drive with Graham and oh, wake up, Mikey. Nathan. <laughs> have you got your pens and papers ready? Don't have a pen. Of course, of course. Do they you have don't. a sheet of paper, Mikey? I don't have a pen or a paper. <laughs> Do you know what he was saying to me? Go on. Bowl of bran flakes before this to be energized. Oh, and are you feeling energized? Oh, I love the rough edge. Oh. All right, it is time to play. Oh, really? O'Reilly. Big shout out to Ashleen who messaged the show saying uh, one of our favourite segments because it's always a shambles. Ashleen is going to replace you when you're away on holiday. So oh. thank you, Ashleen. <laughs> That'd be so good. Right, this is where I give Nathan O'Reilly, Mikey O'Reilly and producer Neve O'Reilly. Give them a person from history. This is a real person. They're either an O'Reilly or I've changed their last name to O'Reilly. You three have to tell me, is this person really an O'Reilly? The score is so far. Nathan O'Reilly, seven. Shoo! Mike O'Reilly, seven. Perfect. Producer Neve O'Reilly, five. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, are you ready? Ready for today's? Do you need, anyone need a pen over there? Sorry, Mikey just wrote something on a sheet of paper that was quite mean. Go on. I feel no, like I'm in class. All right, if you write notes in class, then you can tell no, the teacher. I was just checking if this pen works, so I just wrote Nathan smells like pad thai because I feel like that gets everything in. Okay. It's a ballpoint pen. Document mark. I'll add a mark. 0.5. All right. Today's person we are talking about is Freddie O'Reilly, but I want to know, is Freddie really an O'Reilly? Freddie was born in 1936 to parents Ben and Georgette. Gorgette. Gorgette. I don't know. This is made up. It's not. Nothing's made up. These are real people with real facts. Everything I say is real. Bar, maybe or maybe not, the surname. If they were married, there's a Gorgette O'Reilly. 
<laughs> Growing up, Freddie wanted to become a professional footballer, but after being brought to a vineyard and restaurant in the south of France, he changed his mind and instead wanted to become a chef, describing the trip as a spiritual experience. I thought you were going to say he wanted to become an alcoholic. <laughs> when Freddie's father died, he took over his father's bistro and in 1971 opened his first restaurant named Crisier. Those who attended the restaurant described it as one of the best restaurants in the world. Freddie earned three Michelin. Huh? Sorry, I thought I heard a plate drop in the kitchen. It's Freddie. <laughs> he's, good, he's cooking out there. Finally, Freddie earned three Michelin stars before his retirement as a chef in 1996. But is Freddie O'Reilly really an O'Reilly? I'm going to start with producer Neve. Yeah, well, I stopped writing after Bistro and uh, that you named the restaurant. There's no O'Reilly that owns a restaurant that fancy. And yeah, I'm already... Do you want my answer? Give us your answer. It's not an O'Reilly. Okay, Mike O'Reilly. Neve, just like throw a curveball in. Don't be so bored. <laughs> yeah, come on, <laughs> keep I it exciting. Throw the no, Neve, well done, Neve. You don't have to throw curveballs this time. Where was he from? Switzerland. Why don't you have that? <laughs> Why don't you have that fact? <laughs> just forgot. Because I know Freddie O'Reilly from Aaron's Isle. Yeah. The football team. Restaurant. Yeah. What do you know about Freddie? <laughs> the vegetable brand. I know that he does not own Crisier. I thought Crisier was the name of the electronics you get in Lidl. <laughs> does, does anyone think it's Gordon Ramsay? Just the link of football and... His first name is Freddie. Food. Football the and food. first name is always Is Freddy. this actually Gordon Ramsay? No, because the first name is always correct. This is the guy Sorry. from First Dates. <sighs> Hang on a sec. Oh. I didn't know that. No, Fred Genuinely. is not born in 1937. I'm not making it up. Did you... Hang on. Were you listening to Graham? Did you know this? <laughs> the so, first so, name is always correct. I never knew that. Uh, Did you actually know that? I Nathan. thought it was like... It's an actual person. I knew that the first name's correct, but the facts can be made up. The fact that you... Shut up, Mikey. Okay, <laughs> Nathan, what are you saying? Really, Owen O'Reilly? What are you saying, Mikey? No, I asked You're Nathan not first. you do that. That is not an O'Reilly. Okay, Mikey? That's not an O'Reilly. Why Copiers. are you... No, Copy throw cap. it. Throw it. I'll throw you, boy. <laughs> no, come on. I can tell you. Oh, you coward. Help Uncle Poppy never works again. No, that's mean. That Freddie O'Reilly from Switzerland <laughs> is not an O'Reilly. <laughs> His name is actually Frede Girardet. So the first name was another name. Frede. Someone text in with the right answer. Yeah, shout what? out to Paul. Well, I'm Paul. Freddy Girardet. Girardet. Well, well done. Uh, Nathan moves up to eight points. Mikey on eight points. Neve on six points. I look forward to listening back to next week's episode where Ashleen uh, takes on my role against Nathan and Neve. And sorry, Mikey, uh, you will not get an opportunity to get those points back. I'm going to go on Zoom. I am getting the we points. We don't back. know how to work Zoom no. here. <laughs> What's Zoom? Are you going to go on Zoom? I'm go- I will ring the station. I'm no. not. No. <laughs> I hope your car burns tonight. It's last frequencies. Where are you now in FM 104? You're just like my baby song going round, round my head. Like my baby song going round, The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Download it now. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts.